Namaste. The Brahmanas or Brahmanam are Vedic Shruti works attached to the Sahitas of the Rig, Sam, Yajur and Atta Vedas. They are a secondary layer or classification of Sanskrit texts embedded within each Veda often explain and give instructions on the performance of Vedic rituals. In addition to explaining the symbolism and meaning of the Sahitas, Brahma literature also expounds scientific knowledge of the Vedic period, including observational astronomy and particularly in relation to altar construction, geometry basically. Divergent in nature, some Brahmanas also contain mystical and philosophical material that constitutes Aranyaks and Upanishads. Each Veda has one or more of its own Brahmanas and each Brahman is generally associated with a particular Shakha or Vedic school dating of the final codification of the Brahmanas and associated Vedic texts is controversial as they were likely recorded after several centuries of oral transmission. The oldest Brahman is dated to about 900 BCE, while the youngest are dated to around 700 BCE. Etymologically, the word Brahman or Brahmanam is derived from Brahman, which signifies the Brahma priest who must know all Vedas and understand the whole force and meaning of the sacrifice, the dictum of such a Brahma priest who possessed a great authority was called Brahma. It is said that King Bhukka requested his preceptor and minister, Madhavacharya, to write a commentary on the Vedas so that even common people would be able to understand the meaning of the Vedic mantras. Madhavacharya told him that his younger brother Sayan was a learned person and hence he should be entrusted with this task. The 14th century Sanskrit scholar Sayan composed numerous commentaries on Vedic literature, including the Sahitas, Brahmanas, Aranyaks, and Upanishads. Sayan has said in the introduction of his commentary on the Rig Veda, which in tradition is not a hymn or a mantra, is a Brahmana, and which is not a Brahman, is a mantra. Brahmans are most important among several other texts which are composed in ancient times to explain the difficult meaning and secret knowledge of the Vedic Sahitas. The main subject of the Brahmanas is induction, that is Vidhi, all other topics being subservient to it. Originally, there were numerous Brahmanas as quoted in the Sanskrit texts, of which only a few have survived to us. For each Sahita, there are corresponding Brahmans, Principal Brahmans of all Vedas can be studied as with Rig Veda, we find Aitarya Brahman, Kaushtiki or Sankhyan Brahman. Yajur Veda, which is divided into two parts, with Shukla Yajur Veda, Shatpat Brahman is associated and with Krishna Yajur Veda, Taitarya Brahman is associated. With Samveda, we find Tandya Mahabrahman or Panchvish Brahman, Shadvinsh Brahman and Jaiminya Brahman. And with Atharva Ved, we find Gopatra. If you want to know more about the Vedas, kindly check the entire playlist, The Vedic Literature, in which I have made various videos on each Veda, Upanishad, Aranyak, and all other associated aspects. The Aranyaks 
constitutes the philosophy behind ritual sacrifice of the ancient sacred texts, the Vedas. They represent the third layer of the Vedic texts, which are the Sahitas, Brahmanas, Aranyaks, and the Upanishads. The early part of Vedas are called Sahitas, and the ritualistic commentary on the mantras and rituals are called the Brahmanas, which together are identified as Karmakand, ritualistic action or sacrifice action, while Aranyaks and Upanishads are referred to as the Gyanakand, meaning knowledge or spirituality section. The term Aranyak is derived from the word Aranyak, meaning forest. The Aranyak texts are so called because they were works to be read in the forest. Sayan in the Tevarya Aranyak explains, Yajna and other rituals are prescribed for those who live in homes and lead the life of householders. But it has to be understood that Vedic rituals are intended to confer not only material benefits but also mental purity by constant discipline. Having obtained purity, one must seek the solitude of forests for further concentration and meditation. The Brahmanas advocating the actual observances of the sacrifices are meant for Grihas and the Aranyaks containing explanations of the rituals and allegorical speculations thereon are meant for Vanrastas who renounce family life and reside in the forest for tap and other religious activities. These works form the basis of the Rehse or secrets discussed in the Upanishads. Therefore, another name of the Aranyaks as mentioned in the Gopat Brahman and Manuskriti was Rehse as well. Aranyaks are generally the concluding portions of the several Brahmans. They are partly included in the Brahmans themselves, but partly they are recognized as independent works. Aranyak literature is rather small as compared to the Brahmanas. The major contents of the Aranyaks are Theosophy, that is Brahmavidya, Meditation, that is Upasana, and Knowledge of Breath, that is Pranavidya. They describe the secret meaning of the sacrifice and the concept of Brahma as well. No nation, no country, no culture in this age of science has been able to produce such great truths related to the knowledge of the Self and the Almighty as are mentioned in this Aranyaks. Aranyaks are generally regarded as a link between the Brahmanas and the Upanishads. Aranyaks play the role of the middle part and help to bridge the gulf between the Karnakant and the Gyanakant. In the Aranyaks, we find certain important geographical, historical, social and cultural points also which makes their study more significant. Various Aranyaks associated with Vedas are we find Aitarya Aranyak, Kaushtiki or Samkhyaya Aranyak associated with Big Veda. Yajurveda is divided into two parts with Krishna Yajurveda, Taitarya Aranyak and Maitreyaini Aranyak are associated and with Shukri Yajurveda, Brihad Aranyak is associated. 
with somewhere we have found various rmfs associated but the major ones are talukar or jaimini upanishad rmf and aranyak sahita which is actually the purvachik of the samvet sahita and we do not find any surviving rmf of akhandveda the upanishads are late vedic sanskrit texts of religious teaching and ideas and are commonly referred to as vedanta vedanta has been interpreted as the last chapters parts of the veda and alternatively as object the highest purpose of the veda the concepts of brahma that is ultimate reality and atman that is soul and self are simple ideas in all the upanishads and know that you are the atman is their thematic focus the sanskrit term upanishad means sitting down near up means by and nishad means sit down referring to the student sitting down near the teacher while receiving spiritual knowledge the authorship of most upanishads is uncertain and unknown the ancient upanishads are embedded in the vedas the vedic texts assert that they were skillfully created by rishis rishis are sages women such as maitri and gargi participate in the dialogues and are also credited in the early upanishads around 108 upanishads are known of which the first dozen or so are the oldest and most important and are referred to as the main or the mukhya upanishads the mukhya upanishads are found mostly in the concluding part of the brahmanas and aranyaks and were for centuries memorized by gen- each generation and passed down orally the mukhya upanishads associated with four vedas are it's the atre upanishad that is associated with rigveda with samveda the chandogya upanishad and the kain upanishad are associated yajurveda is divided into two part krishna yajurved and shukla yajurved with krishna yajurved Kathopanishad, Taittiriya Upanishad, Shweteshwara Upanishad, and Maitri Upanishad are associated, whereas with Shukla Yajurveda, Ish Upanishad and Brahmaranik Upanishad are associated. With the fourth Veda, that is Atharvaveda, three Upanishads are associated, that is Mandukya, Mundak, and Prashna Upanishad. The famous slogan of India Satyameev Jayate is found here in the Mundak Upanishad. The Upanishads are treatises of knowledge of ultimate hidden reality and their presentation of philosophy presumes that it is by a strictly personal effort that one can reach the truth. In the Upanishads states Radha Krishnan knowledge is a means to freedom. and philosophy is the pursuit of worship by a way of life two concepts that are of paramount importance in upanishads are brahm and atman the brahm is the ultimate reality and the atman is individual self that is soul brahm is the material efficient formal and final cause of all that exists 
The word Atman means the inner self, the soul, the immortal spirit in an individual and all living beings including animals and trees. The Upanishads describe the universe and the human experience as an interplay of Purush. Purush is the eternal, unchanging principles, consciousness and prakriti, the temporary, changing material world. The term Maya in the Upanishads has been translated as illusion, but then it does not concern normal illusion. Now, illusion does not mean that the world is not real and simply a figment of the human imagination. Maya means that the world is not as it seems. The world that one experiences is misleading as far as its true nature is concerned. The Mughal Emperor Akbar's grandson, Sultan Muhammad Dara Shikoho, produced a collection in 1676 wherein 50 Upanishads were translated from Sanskrit to Persian. And the first English translation of the Kane Upanishad was made by Raja Ram Mohan Roy in 1816. However, Max Muller's editions were the first systematic English treatment to include the 12 principal Upanishads. The Vedanga, limbs of the Veda, are six auxiliary disciplines of Hinduism that developed in ancient times and have been connected with the study of the Vedas. Vedas, as I have told you in earlier videos, are known as Shruti, whereas Vedangas are a part of Smriti. Smriti means that which is remembered. These are usually attributed to an author traditionally written down. The Smriti literature includes the six Vedangas, the Upvedas, the epics, the Mahabharata, the Ramayana, the Dharma Sutras, Dharma Shastras, Art Shastra, the Puranas, Pashyas, and such other things. To make the spiritual and ritual concepts of the Vedas easily understandable, the Rishis developed the Vedangas known as the limbs of the Vedas. They help to understand Ved mantras completely and in depth. In case there is a difference between the two, Vedans will always prevail over the Vedangas. Mundan Upanishad mentions six Vedangas as follows Shiksha or phonetics or pronunciation, Kalp or ritual, Vyakaran or grammar, Nirukt or etymology. Chandas or meter, Jyotish or astronomy. Additionally, the idea of Vedang is that Vyakarat is the mouth of Vedas. Jyotish is eye, Nirukt is ear, Chand is leg, Shiksha is nose, and Kalp is hands. They are the Angas. Angas means body parts of Vedas and hence they are known as Vedangas. First among these is Siksha. Siksha lays down the rules of phonetics, pronunciation, sound, duration of utterance of each syllable, euphony. The goal is to achieve correct pronunciation and articulation through Aksharasuddhi, that is syllable purity, Swarashuddhi, that is tonal or pitch purity, Matrashuddhi, Durational purity, balam, that is force of articulation, samam, 
that is evenness and sadan that is continuity it intends to train the students in the art and science of articulation of words and syllables so that they can chant the vedic hymns perfectly the oldest phonetic textbooks are the pratishakyas describing pronunciation intonation as well as the rules of sandhi sandhi means word combination phonetics is most important in the case of the vedic language because we see that change in sounds leads to change in results and effect the vibrations generated by sounds are considered to possess immense power of hindu mysticism known as akshar brahm sound is the supreme spirit next is kalp kalp means ritual instruction kalp is called the arms of the vedosh kalp deals with the practical ceremonial sacrificial and ritual aspect of the vedas technically it is the applied science of the vedas the method and the manner in which the sacrificial ceremonies and daily household rituals have to be performed are established in a compendium of sutras or aphorisms known as kalp sutras kalp literally means sacred rule or law or ordinance and sutra means a threat Sutras are threads of knowledge or short statements used as memorial rules. In the absence of written language, the sutras acted as mental books and helped the students remember the intricacies of performing Vedic sacrifices and observing the daily rituals. The sutras are usually divided into the Shrut sutras, which are based on the Shruti, and Smrit sutras. Rules based on the Smriti tradition. Shrut sutras prescribe rules for the performance of different types of sacrifices and rituals. The amount of fees to be paid to the priests and the type of penances to be practiced in case of violation. The Sulbh sutra, also known as the Sulbh sutra, deal with the mathematical methodology to construct altar geometries. for the vedic rituals the sanskrit word sulb means cord and these texts are rules of the cord the shrut sutras were probably composed around the 6th century bc same time during which some of the shrut sutras were also composed the shrut sutras are divided into grah sutras and dhan sutras the grah sutras prescribe domestic rules and rites for the three upper castes brahmins kshatriyas and vaishyas in addition to the duties and responsibilities meant for them as householders so that they can uphold the dharma and lead an ideal life in harmony with truths expounded in the vedas the dharma sutras deal with the code of conduct and duties and responsibilities of various castes within the framework of the four purusharthas purusharthas are the four aims of life and four ashrams ashram means the four stages of life they also suggest the norms for appropriate social and religious behavior for both men and women norms of marriage study and sexual union and punishments in case of violation this is vyakaran 
व्याकरण मीन्स ग्रामर एंड लिंग्विस्टिकिस व्याकरण और ग्रामर इज नेसेसरी फॉर अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ द वेदर it is called the mouth of the vedpurush it deals with sanskrit grammar or the analysis and composition of words word formation root words and complex sentence structures thus vyakaran provides usual insights into the usage of words and sentences leading to the mastery of the language the old vedanta text all vyakarana are entirely lost today in the aranyaks we find some technical terms of grammar the only representative of this veda is the ashtadhyay of panini which belongs to a later period probably between the 5th and 6th century bc the ashtadhyay contains about 4000 sutras next is nirukt nirukt means etymology and is known as the ear of the vedapurush it explains the reason why a particular word has been used that is the meaning of usage technically it deals with the difficult and obscure words of a dictionary whose analysis and interpretation is vital to the study and understanding of the vedas which are replete with mysterious symbolism not usually understood by all the most authoritative exponent of this branch of study is yakshacharya a sanskrit grammarian and master of sanskrit etymology who lived before panini he is remembered for his monumental work called nirukt which is an excellent commentary of the obscure words found in the nigantu nigantu is dictionary of this time since many sanskrit words can be split into more than one way and the vedas contain many obscure and unknown words an in-depth study of niru will help students discover the latent or hidden meaning of the vedas and understand their linguistic and philosophical significance next is chand or meter chand is regarded as the feet of the vedas each mantra of The Veda has a special chanda, just as it has a presiding deity. The chanda is designed for the purpose of securing the proper reading and reciting of Vedic texts. Depending upon the number of syllables used, a pad may be of the length of eight, eleven, or twelve syllables, known as Gayatri, Rishtum, and Jagati, respectively. There are other metrical schemes and further variations in the classification of the meter, depending upon different criteria. The discussion of which I have done in detail in my other video, the Gayatri Mantra, where I have described in detail all the meters used at that time. and how the syllables and the pad were counted and why gayatri mantra became gayatri mantra because the meter used for the gayatri mantra is gayatri chand so if you want to know in detail about the chandas please refer to the other video the gayatri mantra the knowledge of the chand proved useful in the composition of the smriti literature it also played an important role in the emergence of classical indian music and sanskrit poetry besides providing a framework of reference for compositions in other languages chanda shastra of pingala 
is considered to be the oldest text available on the subject. It was probably composed between 6th and 5th century BC. In Sanskrit, the metrical unit is known as Pad. Chandas help us to ensure the form of the mantra. No alteration to this can be attempted since it would disturb the spiritual significance of the mantra itself. Next is Jyotish. Jyotish is called the eye of the Vedas. Jyotish deals with the astronomical and astrological aspects of fixing auspicious date and time to perform various Vedic rites and rituals. There are two versions, the Arch Jyotish and the Yajas Jyotish. One belongs to the Rig Veda and other to Yajurveda. According to tradition, Sage Prabhu is said to be the first person who perfected the knowledge of Jyotish and built a record of the natal charts of every human being who was to be born on the earth. The object of Jyotish Vedan is not to teach astronomy, but to convey such knowledge of the heavenly bodies as is necessary for fixing the days and hours of the Vedic sacrifices. It gives some rules for calculating and fixing time for sacrifices. It is unfortunate that there is no work available at present dealing with ancient Vedic astronomy in the Sutra style. Only we have a small textbook called Jyotish Veda of Vedic astronomy in verses into recensions and generally Maharshi Lakar is regarded author to this Vedant Jyotish. Later, we find many Sanskrit treatises on astronomy and mathematical calculations. Bhaskaracharya, Varahamihir and Aryabhat are known ancient scholars conversion with these scientific subjects. The Brihadaranyak Upanishad mentions Vedans as an integral part of the Brahman's layer of the Vedic text. It is unclear when the list of six Vedangas were first conceptualized. The Vedangas likely developed towards the end of the Vedic period around or after the middle of the first millennium BCE, an early text of the generate in the Diganti by Yakshachari dated to roughly the 5th century BC. Definitely, the Vedangas provide vitality to the Vedas just as the limbs of the human. If you want to know more about the Vedas, please refer to the entire playlist, the Vedic Literature. Thank you.